Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Call Talk for Wednesday, May 26th. Our topic today is social media and the call center. Where are we headed? During the call, we invite you to ask questions via email at calltalk at benchmarkportal.com or chat if you're logged into calltalk.tv. You can also call in and ask the host your question and interact with the show. The number to call in is 347-857-3117. Everyone who asks a question via email or phone on the show will receive a free copy of Bruce's book, Benchmarking at its Best, and one person will be chosen at random to win an in-depth reality check benchmarking report valued at $1,500. And now I'd like to introduce the host of Call Talk, Bruce Belfiore. Thank you, Sean, and welcome back to Call Talk, everyone. Well, our listeners uh, chose today's topic on social media, which is very timely. Uh, it's also a huge topic. The more we looked at it, the more we looked at it, the bigger it gets. So we're actually going to devote several shows to it. Uh, today's focus is to lay out some major issues that it presents to call center managers so that uh, you have a fr- framework to approach this subject with some confidence and, and hopefully even some aggressiveness. Uh, we'll then explore individual issues on some future shows. And to help us with uh, sorting things out, I'd like to introduce Kyle Gosnell. Kyle is one of the pioneers of SEO, or Social Engine Optimization, and is the uh, search engine, sorry, search engine optimization. And he's also the CEO of Interactive Innovations, which specializes in social media marketing. So, Kyle, welcome to Call Talk. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, Pleasure to be with you. I'm really excited about this topic, and I'm happy to share my knowledge of social media, and hopefully we can uh, help address some of the questions from your listeners today. Well, that's great. Uh, We're looking forward to it because social media really does seem to be the hot topic for businesses these days. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about it, but I'd like to get straight to the point. Uh, Kyle, how can social media be leveraged to improve call centers? Well, it's a great question, Bruce. When it really, when it comes to social media and call centers, there's there's an enormous opportunity out there. when companies engage in social media, though, they have to have that intent of improving their brand reputation and also customer service and customer satisfaction. Um, when that's the focus, then really any company can reduce their call center costs, but they really need to have a, an articulated and a defined strategy. And that, that strategy needs to include resources. It also needs to in, include you know, the, the vertical markets that they're engaging in because we don't want companies to commit quote-unquote brand suicide mm-hmm. so the real so the real goal here is to really to use social media in a proactive way so that it reduces the need for customers to have to call in and also reduces the length of the call so that oh, the, oh I'm sorry please go ahead no no that's, a, that's great so actually the fact is that there's a lot of communication that's going on out there in the blogosphere in the uh, in the internet and so what you're saying is you're going to harness that, understand it, uh, monitor it in order to actually uh, be able to uh, have an impact on the calls that you get and the emails that you get, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a great way to gauge customer satisfaction and buzz about the company through social media. Also reduces you know the number of calls, and also it can be used for things like crowdsourcing that we'll touch on here in a little bit. And it really has a, a broad reach, as we all know how big you know Facebook now is. It has more searches than 
than uh, than Google and and YouTube's growing in that same way. So it's really a great way to reach a broad audience, and also it it has a great ability to foster your agent satisfaction as well. Okay, well, good. You you mentioned five things here, so uh, some of which I'm not even sure all of us know what they mean. So <laughs> let's go through them one okay. by one, and you can instruct us. So we had the gauge customer satisfaction and buzz, reduce the number of calls. Uh, used for crowdsourcing. Okay, we're really interested to hear about that. Uh, reach broader audiences and foster agent satisfaction is number five. So maybe you could walk through some of those for us. Certainly. Um, well, first off, to gauge customer satisfaction and buzz, there's a lot of tools out there. There's, in fact, there's hundreds of tools out there that are that you know companies can use to to find out what's being said about their brand and 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 what's being said in their industry. Um, one part of that is to understand the level of positive and negative attitudes um, toward your company. Now, you can measure that through a number of applications that are out there, um, Radiant 6, Scout Labs, um, there's a number of them out there. Um, first, if you really want to get into, into social media, though, you must have that mindset that it's, a, it's essential to track that buzz that's already out there on your brand and your product or your services. So mm -hmm. it's a it's really a delicate market in social media. So you you really you really want to understand what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. um, so, so just to uh, understand that you're going to use these tools in order to troll the net and, and find out what people are saying and have a way of putting their comments uh, comments usually to each other as consumers into positive, neutral, negative categories and monitor what's going on and take a look at what's going on in terms of how they're talking to each other. Is that correct? That's absolutely right. It, it's, a, it's really kind of a shift in paradigm in the sense of it, you're out there and you're listening and you're engaging in customers' conversations between themselves so that, you can, so that you can inject either a solution for those customers' questions or at, at least let them know that you're, listen, that you're listening and that, that provides a, a, you know, a very – very large reach of your audience, but it, it, once again, I have to, I really have to emphasize that it's a, it is a delicate market, and it's something that you really have to be careful when you choose, you know, which social media platforms your company is going to be, going to be using and using successfully. And personally, I'd recommend writing your company's goals down, much like a business plan, um, using social media, and and then choose those those platforms or those applications according to those business plans. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a great acronym for this is, is POST. Uh, you know, people access your, you know, your customer social activities, your objectives, decide what you want to accomplish with social media, and your strategy, plan how to manage these relationships, and technology, decide what, you know, what applications are best to accomplish these goals. Since there's mm -hmm. so many of them out there, we need to really narrow down what, what your goals are and then choose the appropriate applications to engage. Mm -hmm. Okay, no, that's a great acronym. So, uh Post people, objectives, strategy, and technology. And technology. Yeah, you need all of those uh, really working together in order to, to do it right. Um, Absolutely, okay. and we all love acronyms here, so yeah. <laughs> if, we can add, if we can add another acronym, we're, we're happy to do so. Actually, uh, in our industry, there are usually three-letter acronyms, you know, the TLA, the uh, ATTASA, all that kind of stuff. But they're good. You've given us a four-letter four acronym. It's not a four-letter word, hopefully, but a four-letter acronym, so that's great. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's, it's kind of funny that you bring up a, a four-letter acronym in the sense that, that um, in, in our research, we do look for profanity, in fact, because that, that sometimes that can, that, that can be a, a gauge of, 
of your customer satisfaction or dissatisfaction, for that matter. Okay, you're not looking for it because you got a kick out of it or something. You're looking for uh, legitimate and uh, professional purposes. Well, that's good. Yeah, I can imagine that. that yeah, I'd love to bring those. Wo- I'd love to bring those keywords up, but I don't think our audience would be really comfortable with that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I agree with you. And tell us about a couple of the applications that uh, uh, people are talking about and that you might consider as you're going through your strategy in uh, in looking at. Certainly. Um, well, as everyone probably uh, knows about Facebook, is a is a great place for for customers that that um, can be fans as well. Um, it's it's generally generally it's really um, a great place for uh, for product oriented businesses, for example, because you can also create fan pages. Um, this is why Facebook fan pages are are really so, so important in your strategy. Um, another application like LinkedIn, for example, is a, a great place for for employees or employers to you know to recruit to find to find either content or resources for that matter people that could that, you know that they could use as resources to accomplish these goals these articulated goals once again I'm I'm you know really pressing that issue that these goals need to be need to be articulated um, another application that everybody's familiar with of course is Twitter and Twitter is really one of the best platforms out there to use for a company and especially with regards to customer satisfaction um, mm-hmm. You can we you know there's a number of tools out there that that we can search through that we can search through Twitter and and find those pearls if you will and 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 then engage with those customers in a timely manner and you can do that using uh, once again a number of applications TweetDeck or or HootTweet and a number of those types of management applications. Um, mm-hmm. Once again though, when you're using an applications like Twitter, you want to make sure you're responding quickly. This is a, a, a very valid point, and strategically to everyone in the community. If you optimize your tweets correctly, then your customer will will do a lot of work for you by retweeting what you've said and interacting with you and both your networks to see. And I'd also like to add to that that the, there's also an element to that which is which is reach. And it, what I mean by reach is when you're when you respond timely to a to a to a tweet, for example. That tweet can be seen, you know, by 30, 40, or even possibly hundreds of other uh, potentially of other um, custom, current customers or potential customers. So it's very important to to respond timely and and accurately within within the context of Twitter. Okay, great. Actually, Sean's indicating that we have some uh, questions coming in. Before we go on to those questions, though, I want to be sure that we tell our audience what crowdsourcing is all about. Oh, just sure. That. Yeah, if you could just mention that. Absolutely. Uh, crowdsourcing is, is, is a really, really neat, neat way of basically pooling the, the whole web, if you will. And uh, so the idea of crowdsourcing really is to tap into the collective intelligence of the public. So uh, at large, the, a, you know, a complete business-related task that a company would normally either perform itself or, outside to a, you know, or outsource to a third-party provider. But it, it definitely allows a company to give customers only the content that they're really looking for. And so, and so what we do is we, we look at these conversations and we can find examples of these conversations of, 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 for example, in a product industry, people are maybe talking about these products and say, hey, I've, you know, this cover or something may be slippery and, and, or this product may need an upgrade or we, we may want it to integrate with another application. And so these are, in, in our industry, really are called pearls. And so you know, we, we look through all these 
all these conversations and, and, you know, all this buzz so that we can find pearls so that we can actually, you know, push that information to, you know, to either the engineering department or, mm-hmm. or marketing department or, or other departments for that matter, HR even. And so they're, they're, it's a great way to, to source a, a, a very large um, sample source so that you can really come up with some great pearls so that you can, you know, optimize your, your, your business processes in that way. Okay, actually, this is very empowering, isn't it, Kyle? Because you're you're treating the entire social media uh, world as, as kind of a giant focus group. <laughs> exactly, that's a right, great way right. to put it. You know, you don't have to pay for them. You don't have to feed them. You know, you don't have to look <laughs> at them from behind a smoked window. You can actually troll their conversations, uh, get their information in. And that information, when you think about it, can be used for all sorts of things because it can probably give you feedback on the service you've been giving as a call center because people will comment on that to each other. Uh, there will be information on the, uh, the, the, the products and services that your company uh, provides as well. And that can, in fact, be driven back to uh, the appropriate parts of the uh, company to improve the products and make your, make your company more uh, competitive. Uh, there's all kinds of possibilities there, and, and in fact, uh, probably one of the, the macro issues that a lot of companies face now is, is who's in charge of social media inside the organization? You know, it's, it's not like accounting uh, where that fits neatly under finance or something like that. Uh, I was with a company just uh, yesterday, in fact, that uh, is on the path toward deciding that there should be two uh, areas that are going to be in charge of social media, the marketing side and the customer service side. So if you're a customer service manager and you're not quite sure what's going on and you're not quite sure that those folks over in marketing who seem to have their hands on the social media thing are going to be doing stuff with a customer service bent, then uh, it's a time to become proactive. So uh, anyway. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And that's, that's a great point too, Bruce, is that, you know, this is, this, this industry is, you know, change from a reactive type of strategy to a more proactive strategy where you're proactively engaging in, in customers' conversations so that, you know, so that you can increase brand awareness or, or increase customer service. Okay, great. Well, Sean is bursting at the seams with questions here, so uh, <laughs> let's cut in. Great. Okay. Yeah, we have a lot of questions, and we'll try to get to uh, all the questions uh, that we can. Um, the first two questions kind of uh, go together. Uh, David asks, uh, what is the first step in introducing social media to your organization? Uh, and then also Peter says, how do I determine how much resources that I need to allocate to social media? Mm. Those, are, those are great questions. Uh, the reason I say they're great questions is because to, what that's inferring to me is a strategic plan. And, and, that, and, and that's really important. And so as far as resources go, you really want to look at, at, at the current buzz that, that's going on in your, in your particular company or your industry. Um, you know, it depends on the size of the company. It depends on the vertical markets in many cases. Um, and so you really, want to, you really want to look at how many, how many comments are being made in certain channels so that you can, you can appropriately staff those resources for those channels. And also what applications you can use because you can, you can dramatically improve pro, you know, uh, employee productivity by using applications that actively manage these channels like uh, HootTweet, TweetDeck. Those are some examples of some applications or, or uh, 
Scout Labs, Radiant 6. There's a number of them out there that can help increase the employee productivity so that you don't have to increase your headcount, really. Or there's the other option of, of using it as a service, whereby whereby you would engage with you know a company like Benchmark Portal, for example, and, and use their staffing and their resources and technology to, to help your company if, if indeed you, you weren't in a hiring phase, if you will. Hmm. The uh, thing here is that a lot of this stuff is getting invented as we go along. And uh, so there's no guidebook like there will be five years from now on exactly how to do it. But we, we know what the uh, strategic imperatives are. So what, Sean, what um, you were mentioning, Kyle, in terms of having a strategic plan, having it uh, proportioned to your company's needs, your products, your services, et cetera, and getting some expert advice on how to do that is extremely important. But I'd say, uh, you know, at a minimum, you need to have your strategic plan you need to have the ability to monitor, and you have you need to develop the ability to actually respond in terms of uh, the platforms, the applications where you're being mentioned, and where uh, your um, your customers tend to, to aggregate. There are going to be certain kinds of companies, maybe more professional companies, where there's going to be more stuff going on in LinkedIn, and other places where Facebook is going to be more important for you. Uh, so you need to have that figured out strategically first. Uh, Sean, is that? Is that that's your, a, I'd like ahead. to, yeah, and, and to answer the first question on how you might how you might um, present this to upper level management or or if you are in upper level management, I think a, a great way would be to use some of these tools and find some pearls out there and some real live examples of customers that are engaging in conversations about your company or about your product. And, and bring that or compile those and bring those to, you know, to a, a meeting, if you will, with, with management and show them, these, look, look, here's our customers actually talking about this product or, or the service or here's our customers that really want this improvement to their product. And I think that would be a, 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 you know, a nice way to show them a real live example of how you could immediately engage with these customers to improve their, their satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, Sean, do you have another question? Uh, I do. Uh, Anthony asks uh, two questions that I think are related. Um, His first question is, how do I choose applications to use? And uh, that goes, I think, with, can you give steps to do this research? Okay. Well, to to answer, uh, Anthony, to answer your question, um, I would first start off, with some of the free tools that are out there, um, the reason being is that you do want to you do want to you know keep in mind ROI. All the, everyone always wants to keep in mind the ROI of of these these strategic implementations. So there's a lot of free applications out there um, that are really effective. TweetDeck being one of those, HootTweet being another one. Uh, social mention is a fantastic way to 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 monitor and look at some of your the buzz of your company. And so I would start I would start with with articulating the plan and then using some of the free tools out there to to actually implement the plan and then and then once you have a, a a good understanding and it's well accepted within the company then it's a great time to start looking at maybe software as a service whereby you can you could um you know pay for some of these products like Omniture Site Catalyst for example or some of these larger applications that that have a little bit they're a little bit more robust um, but they are pay, they they are software as a service so i'd start with the free ones and work your way up work your way up from there 
you know, a lot has to do with what kind of resources you have and how in tune your senior management is with this, because uh, some of you may actually have uh, people who have already been named to positions for social media inside your organization, and you should definitely, uh, you know, develop that radio organization, uh, reach out to them, talk to them, uh, make sure that they have customer service on their radar, and to the extent that they don't seem interested with it, about that, uh, see if you can carve out uh, a spot uh, where you can collaborate with them, but do your own thing to make sure that you're, uh, you're doing what's necessary for the customer service function. Uh, for those of you with perhaps fewer resources, you know, we're getting right at the point where there's a lot of students who are uh, very savvy in this stuff and who are looking for summer internships. So you might be able to, uh, you know, pick somebody up who is very savvy on this stuff and uh, could, could help you uh, sort of get a better handle on it over the course of the summer. Yeah, that's a Bruce. That's a great point. And in fact, that's what I've done at my company as well. And uh, and those and those people have blossomed into to a very very big asset. Um, mm -hmm. And another thing I forgot to mention is for those people that that have you know have a limited resources or budget, um, with Google's new social sidebar tool is another amazing tool that can really help help you dig into the you know the social media buzz on of your product or your company. So that that might be another nice place for you to start. Okay, good. And that was Great. that's in response to Anthony's question. Okay, yeah, good questions, Anthony. Thank you very much. Okay, Sean, do we have some more? Yes, um, we have uh, lots of questions. We'll try to get to all of them. Uh, a guest asked, so I don't have a name. How do I manage unfounded negative information out there? Mm, okay, wow. Uh, I, I got something to say on that, Kyle. Do you want to take a shot at that first? Sure. Yeah. Um, now, do um, I wish I knew the application in which the negative comment was made? But in many cases, in many cases, you like for in Twitter, for example, um, you could make you could uh, engage in those customer conversations and then and then inject um, positive comments or at least saying that you're listening and and just the act of listening. It, it, it really gives a great impression of your company if you if if someone's making comments on a blog or a microblog and then and then and by and in monitoring that you discover that these comments have been negatively made well you can ask these customers how can we solve these problems or how can we make how can we make you into a into a happy customer and then and remember that reach of that answer is going out to you know hundreds of other people as well so it's you know what, by answering one negative comment online through blogs or microblogs or Twitter really has a great way of propagating throughout the internet so you'll have a great reach. Yep. Uh, here, the, what I wanted to add to that, Kyle, is uh, first of all, I'd like to separate things out in terms of negative comments. Uh, there are negative comments from customers, and then there's negative comments from your own agents. So let's just separate those two things out. Okay. With regard to uh, the uh, negative comments from your customers, uh, as you said, you need to listen, you need to be able to intervene and to respond in a credible way. And uh, my feeling is also in a personal way. These uh, people, yes, they are tend to be Twitterers rather than talkers, uh, but you can respond even, even electronically in a personal way to them. So uh, if all of a sudden somebody who has been bad-mouthing you, you know, in the social media gets a uh, response from a person who's been properly trained in your organization to deal with disgruntled customers and to try to recoup them, basically this is an extension of the recovery function that all of you should have. 
which is a recovery function for unhappy customers and which uses the techniques and the tools and the mindsets and the uh, personality types, all the kinds of things that we'll, we should address on another call talk, uh, Sean, um, in order to recoup that customer and try to prevent uh, that person from staying an enemy. Because uh, at the end of the day, you know, one of the things about uh, social media is that, remember we all you always used to talk about word of mouth and that somebody who has a bad call will tell 10 other people about it? Uh, well, that's sort of multiplied by 10,000 in the case of social media. And so you do have to be proactive about it. And, and what's amazing is that there are some people who are now reasonably good at being proactive in recouping the individual caller, but are doing absolutely nothing about uh, the uh, person who's bad-mouthing them uh, in the social media. So come up with a strategy, make it part of your strategy, and, and uh, get a way of uh, intervening with that person personally. The, the second part was agents, and any of you who are not monitoring uh, the situation uh, with regard to your employment basin, if I can call it that, or your employment area, to find out what uh, your agents are saying about your customer or your former agents are saying about your call center, I'm sorry, uh, should be doing so, uh, because that's an important area where you can get the information that can allow you to react and to make sure that your pool of uh, willing potential agents doesn't shrink because you get a bad rep. Okay? So hopefully uh, uh, that's uh, useful to the, uh, the guest. Uh, Kyle? Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you absolutely, Bruce. And I, I'd like to, to add that I, I, think, I think it could really improve turnover rates too with the, with the agents because, you know, with, with their, when they're engaging in social media, they're using applications to a large extent that they're used to using and they like using. And, and so I think that in, that in itself, you know, would help to redu reduce turnover and also the collaboration that can happen between agents through the, you know, through these through these applications, is, it can be very effective. So then you mm -hmm. you may you may have four or five people working on working on a question one question for a customer, collaborating through social media. Right, and we, we will have a whole other uh, segment devoted to regulating social media in the workplace because that's a big one too. Uh, and I was at a, a call center last week where they um, had to make the decision to cut off a lot of the internet. But then the uh, supervisor has been empowered to uh, turn on certain sites that the agents find out about that are useful to them uh, during their breaks oftentimes in the break room because they have access to the full Internet there. They'll come back and say, hey, you know, here's a site that uh, people should know about and should be having access to. So, okay, good. Uh, Sean, do we have another question? Uh, we do. Um, Kurt asked, how can I tap into my Facebook fans to provide satisfaction measurements that I might have used a survey to collect in the past? Best practices? Hmm. Okay, so basically using Facebook in lieu of a survey tool. Is, is that it, Sean? Do I have that correct? That's how I read it, yes. Okay. Uh, Kyle, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, really, for, for Facebook, there's kind of two two elements of Facebook, and there's the Facebook fan page, and there's the and there's a your you know your your standard Facebook page, and I would recommend going to a fan page, and the reason being is that though that that information on those fan pages then is is readily available to the end users, and so we can start actually adding analytics, and and I don't know if many people are aware of this quite yet. 
But Google, um, or excuse me, Facebook has actually added um, some applications that allow you to do Google Analytics tracking within, within Facebook. And so that's another great way of, of, of measuring, and engage, measuring the activity of your customers on Facebook. And also, it would also give you terms and key terms and, and really some ammunition, if you will, of creating, of creating um, new entries in your, in your, on your wall or on your photos or things that relate to the discussions tab, really. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, Sean, do we have another one? We do. Um, We're getting down we to the wire here, though, but, it, boy, this is uh, a lot of questions. So Steve asks, will the responses from social media networks fall into a queue for agents to answer, or how do you see this being best practices to handle this? Mm. Great question. Uh, Bruce, would you like to handle that, or I'd, I could take a stab at it. Yeah, why don't you take a stab at it, Kyle? All right, I'll get my I'll get my <laughs> knife out here. <laughs> well, uh, uh, um, you know, to to answer Steve's question, um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that you can that you can engage you engage in that converse, engage in that conversation. Um, uh, excuse me, my uh, my mic just fell off the table here. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll jump in while you're uh, arranging yourself there. So, yeah, I, I think in terms of a queue, obviously being social media, it's out on the Internet, and so it's not going to, uh, you know, automatically people are not going to use uh, your queue. In fact, they are uh, really using the social media to talk to each other more than to talk to you. And so uh, what you need to do is, is in the appropriate cases where you want to communicate with those people, in order to make them loyal customers or to upsell them or to do whatever, you need to be able to um, funnel them into a queue. And so that could be a dedicated uh, 800 number for a specific problem that may be out there that's uh, vexing you, or there may be a specific opportunity with people in the social media that uh, you can take advantage of. And uh, let it be known that if they call a certain number, that they'll get a very targeted kind of service. And, or they use your general 800 number, but they push eight when they uh, get in there. And you can make sure it gets uh, routed off to the right person. So I think, uh, uh, Steve, that there are definite ways that you can leverage the, through your social media strategy and your setup, uh, leverage this to, uh, to, to give better service and to get better results. Absolutely, and, and yeah, and and Steve, I'd like to add too, as um, as far as workflow goes, I think I think is part of that this question, and there are applications out there that that can um, put these 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 tweets or or these blog posts or videos or anything into a queue so that the so that the agent can respond to those, and so and so you can you can assign a workflow on how to best answer answer questions or engage in those customer conversations. And then, and then that workflow is then is then pushed either to um, to you know agents within the organization or what's new and what's coming out nowadays is and we may have this in a future session is is using super users and in that way what you do is you you can you can um, you know use use these people out there that are heavily engaged in your product or your service as a customer and and incentivize that person as a super user to help answer other customers questions and that really and then and 
uh, the end, the customers really find that a reliable source. If one customer is telling another customer, they're more they're much more likely to believe that or to trust that. Mm-hmm. And and why fight that? You might as well uh, use that, leverage it, and make it one of your winning points rather than be offended by the fact that they they uh, are uh, more willing to trust somebody who's outside your organization than inside your organization. It's kind of the nature of the yeah, generation. And, yeah, and I, and I think that applies absolutely to resources as well, which which was you know asked earlier in the you know in the in the show here. And so, great question, Steve. Workflow and and super users and and applications can absolutely handle those 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 business requirements. Okay, well we're we're actually running a little bit over with all these questions, but I think they're great. I think we've got some really good uh, takeaways here, Kyle and Sean. Uh, the need for strategies, uh, the tools that Kyle mentioned. Uh, in fact, you might be able to get an intern to help you out this summer so that you're not still scratching your head at the end of the summer. You've got some uh, good information that you can act on. Uh, the, the ability to have proactive recovery of uh, dissatisfied people and uh, also with regard to trying to monitor agent buzz in your uh, hiring area, which can be so important. We've seen it be so important for restricting or expanding the agent pool of uh, potential hires. And and then also uh, planting things into the social media to help with uh, those people who do need to contact you for call routing, email options, et cetera, such that if they have a specific problem, uh, you can make sure that they get to the right place and uh, get the right kind of service. So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff here, a lot of takeaways. (laughs) There's, there are. There's a, there's a million applications and there there's there's millions of users and customers out there. So it's a fantastic way to, to you know to crowdsource and to and to really engage in these in these conversations. Well, great. Listen, I want to uh, thank uh, Kyle Snell for being my co co host. Uh, great uh, insights. A lot of things. Uh, we'll have you back again, definitely, Kyle. And, I appreciate uh, it. Great great questions too. Yeah. Thanks very much to our audience. Uh, we love it when you participate this way. So back over to Sean. Okay, Kyle, uh, thank you as well for uh, being part of the show. And uh, My pleasure. I, I also want to thank all the participants for all their great questions. We will uh, answer the ones that we did not get to during the show via email. Um, don't forget, uh, you can sign up uh, to just get a free social media audit. Um, uh, there's a link on benchmarkportal.com uh, or uh, Kyle's company, Interactive Innovations. Um, our winner today of the uh, in-depth reality check. All uh, right, here we go. Is Anthony <laughs> Persateri. Um, Anthony, please send an email to calltalk at benchmarkportal.com so that we can um, get you information in terms of your uh, free in-depth reality check. Uh, our next show will be on June 9th, and the topic is compensation strategies for agents and supervisors. Thank you very much for uh, the show today, and have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.